You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon. 7, Seven. Studios. To the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence, the Lanch Day Radio Network coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, the one and only James Lewis III. Always a pleasure to be broadcasting with you coast to coast and our radio affiliates around the country. And of course, on Lanch Day Plus, where we podcast every single segment of this radio program. Denver is a, a, a really, really, really good team. And they play basketball the right way. I know I talked earlier in the week about how I'm just really not interested in the NBA Finals because there's no star power. There's no Steph Curry. There's no LeBron. There's no Kobe. There's no Magic. There's no Bird. There's no Jordan. There's no Hakeem. None of those guys. But... After watching game three, I have to respect the way that basketball is being played, the way it's being coached, the the effort on defense, the spacing, the pick and roll. It's just the way that basketball was, was made to be played. James Naismith would be in his grave smiling right now. And I just have to, to say I was wrong. The ratings are actually up for the finals. So ratings are up. And I thought the ratings would go down because there were no major stars. But I think people people like watching good basketball and well-played basketball and entertaining basketball. And I think if, if, if Denver goes on, as I think that they will, I think they're going to win game four and go up 3-1. I think they're probably going to win game five and close it out in Denver next Monday, I believe. But the quote that everyone will remember, Ramona Shelbourne asked Joker after the Game 3 win where where he had a little bit over 30 points, 20 boards, like 12 assists. So he went 30-20-10, which nobody had done in the NBA Finals before. He's the first person to post a 30-20-10 game in the NBA Finals in the history of the NBA. So Jordan didn't do it. Wilt Chamberlain didn't do it. Kobe didn't do it. Shaq didn't do it. Magic didn't do it. Bird didn't do it. None of, none of the, the, the all-time greats, Hakeem, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, none of those guys did it. Charles Barkley didn't do it. None of those guys did it. Allen Iverson didn't do it. And, he, and she asked Nikola Jokic what he thought about that stat line. And his exact words, I know the English isn't his first language, but his exact words were, quote, I don't care. And he genuine, if you, looked, if you saw the look on his face, the disgust, on his face, not towards Ramona Shelburne. He wasn't disrespecting her or, or belittling her as, as a journalist or, or as someone that's a part of the, the broadcast team for the four-letter network and, and, and ABC, you know, Mickey Mouse, the, the mouse. He just looked like someone that's kind of like, you guys are focused on stats and who's the best ever and, and how many points I scored and all of that stuff. I don't care. We got the victory. That... 
that quote kind of immortalizes him. That that shows who he is and what he's about. And when he plays like that, when Jokic goes out and has 45 and doesn't get the assist and is not as involved uh, in the rebounding game, Denver is beatable. When, when he's distributing the ball and he's getting his 30 points, 28 points, 26 points, but he's distributing the ball, he's moving the ball around, he's doing the pick and roll. It's like watching John Stockton and Carl Malone. They'll pick and roll you to death. I wonder if kids watching this, are they going to be in front of their garage, on the hoop in front of their garage, are they going to be practicing the pick and roll? Are they going to be fantasizing that that they're Nikola Jokic coming off a of pick and pop with seven seconds left? And does he does he take three-pointer or does he take it to the hole? As opposed to shooting 30-foot three-point baskets. That's what, that's what they did watching Steph Curry. And Logo Lillard, everybody wanted to be able to hit from downtown. Will, will people embrace some of the more boring but more realistic, subtle nuances of the game of basketball? I don't know. Perhaps so. But I just I just look at the way that they play. I look at the the energy. I love, I love Spolstra and, and the way he coaches the Heat. The Heat are always game. You can never count them out. I wouldn't be shocked if they win game four. I think the Heat theoretically can still win the series. I think Denver's the better team. It seems that Jimmy Butler, he's got his hands full because he's guarding Jamal Murray a lot. And Jimmy Butler needs to be able to go out and score 30 for the Heat to be competitive uh, in the upper 20s, 30 points for the Heat to be competitive. They're not going to win with him scoring 21 points, 19 points. That's not how they're going to be able to win. And I don't know if he can guard Jamal Murray, especially when Jamal Murray's hot. Can he guard Jamal Murray and put up 30 points? That's not realistic. They didn't ask Michael Jordan, his alleged father. It's rumor going around that, that Michael Jordan is, is, is Jimmy Butler's secret father. They look a little bit alike. I ain't saying that he's the ball father. I am saying that they might be from the same genetic bloodline. It is, it is very possible that if you do a, a, a 23andMe or an Ancestry.com, You'll, you'll find some of the same DNA markers in Michael Jeffrey Jordan that you that you find in in, in Jimmy Buckets. But even but even Goat Jordan, he had Pippen to guard the, the best player on the other team. I mean, people slander Jordan, and people say that Jordan won his finals. He didn't beat anyone and all of that. And he didn't beat great teams in the finals. That's true. He beat the Lakers at the end. He beat a mediocre Portland team. He never had to face Akeem at his zenith for the Rockets when they had a, they had a hell of a team down there with Kenny Smith and, and Sam Cassell and Vernon Maxwell, those guys, he never had to play those guys. He never had to play a Kobe and Shaq type of team, but Michael Jordan had to go through the East. He had to go through the bad boy Pistons. He had to go through the Celtics. He had to go through the Knicks just getting out of the East. He had to go through the Pacers when they had a fantastic team with Reggie Miller, the Davis brothers, Rick Smith's, Mark Jackson, he had he had a lot of difficulty just getting out the East. So by the time they got to the finals, other than that Barkley Suns team, it was it was for the most part easy pickings. Those Jazz teams were good, but they they didn't have a third star. They had Malone and Stockton. They didn't have if those Jazz teams had a third score, they would have won. They would have beat the Bulls, especially that last season. I've been watching the the last dance. 
I love how how Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was such a, a sociopath as, as a person, and those are all qualities that we would want in someone that's the the star player, the star two guard, the star quarterback, the star um, right winger on your hockey team, the star striker on your on your soccer team. But I don't I don't know if I want to be subjected to to Michael Jordan and his in his and his obsession with, with winning on a day-to-day basis, that would get on my nerves. you imagine rolling dice with somebody that won't let you stop playing until he wins? And it's Michael Jordan, so you can't you, – you get your first couple hundred bucks. You out there rolling the dice or playing tiddlywinks or any game that, that you really wouldn't think would be that big of a deal. But with Jordan, you're, you're going to play until, until he wins. If, if you're up all night, you'll be playing cards all night. That that would wear thin on me off the court. I don't know if Michael Jordan, it would have been hard to hide some of his dementia and some of his antics in a in a in an Instagram, Facebook, social media society. But Nikola Jokic is he's unfazed by by the Jordans of the world, the Kobe's of the world, the the Will Chamberlains of the world, the great players that came before him. He just he doesn't care about that. He just wants to go out. He wants to win. He's a silent star. They don't have a lot of drama in Denver. Sometimes, sometimes Coach Malone he creates a little bit of drama. I think that that could bite him in the rump long term with this dynasty. But they're all they're pretty quiet. It's a small market. It's a beautiful city. Denver's a great city. They have great fans, great people, but it's mostly a football town. That's a nice place to just sit quietly and compete for championships. And uh, I like Denver moving forward. I said that a couple of weeks ago. I, I After watching the first couple of games, I was very underwhelmed by the lack of star power, the fact that there's no LeBron out there or Steph or someone like that. But when you really settle in and watch the games, it's very, very good basketball. It's orchestrated properly. It's played well on both ends. Got teams giving their all. You don't have a lot of egos. I don't like – I think that uh, Michael Porter Jr., MPJ, I think that he could be a little bit – he has a little bit of an ego to him. You look at his body language, it could be pretty bad sometimes. They'll probably have to check that. But for the most part, those guys are just out there. They're playing ball. They got role players. It's fantastic basketball without the star power. And I think, like I said, that's where the league is going. There are no all-time greats that are out there. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, not walking through that door. Michael Jordan's not walking through that door. 29-year-old LeBron's not walking through that door. Larry Bird is not walking through that door. Bill Russell's not walking through that door. And I think what you'll see, basketball is going to go through an era where it's about coaching and spacing and scheme. Advantage Denver. Lance Day Show. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
I spent many years as a quality healthcare executive focused on risk scores, clinical operations, and value-based care contracts. I had the corner office, the nice house, the pool, and all of the perks corporate America offers. But in 2020, as the pandemic had us all on lockdown, I decided to open up Paragon 7 Studios as a full-service consulting firm focused on healthcare media. Our critically acclaimed daily HealthCast series features many of the brightest minds in the industry. Due to increased demand, we are actually expanding into executive production of short films and documentaries for our clients. Find us on LinkedIn or Instagram to talk about hourly rates. That's Paragon 7 Studios. I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. There's some beautiful thing. Why don't you give it to your wife? My wife? How am I going to give it to my wife? I ain't married. You got a girlfriend? Yeah, I got a girlfriend, yeah. So marry her. Hey, you for real? I'm asking you to middle a diamond for me here. Now, all I want for my end is 8000 What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.